Welcome to the Pay Yourself First podcast. My name is Chris Jolly, and I'm on a mission to financially empower millions of entrepreneurs. I want you to make and keep more money so that you can begin implementing and turbocharging a plan for creating financial freedom your way during the life cycle of your current business without spending a ton of time or becoming a professional investor. You see, most of the financial teachings out there are made for employees, not entrepreneurs. If you wouldn't listen to someone who doesn't have kids about parenting, why take business financial advice from someone without a business? Are you ready to break free of bad advice and follow the trail of other uncommon entrepreneurs so you can get from where you are now to the lifestyle you were aiming to create when you started your business? Then stick around. Here comes another episode of Pay Yourself First, where the only investment we offer is the one you make in yourself. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I am excited as always. We have another amazing entrepreneur with us today. Today, we have Sasha calling in all the way from Australia. How are you today, Sasha? Great. Thank you. And how are you? I'm doing super good. Thanks for coming on the show. Really excited to have you. We're going to have some great conversation today, I know. And I think it's going to be really good for our audience as well. Before we dive into some questions, you have a couple of businesses. One is virtually assistant and the other one is the VA way, which is a coaching business that kind of grew out of the virtually assisted business. So why don't you tell me in our audience how you got started in this, why you do it and what you're up to now? Sure. Sounds great. Thanks so much. So I had spent over 20 years of my career in hotels and that was all across the East Coast of Australia. Um, spent some time in the Middle East and in Vanuatu and that was predominantly in wedding planning, event planning and as a sales director. And then COVID happened and we were actually the first hotel that went into quarantine because we did a lot of our quarantine in hotels in Australia and we were the very first hotel shut down and being in sales we were the first ones to be let go so after a very rocky year of in and out of random different roles I caught up with a friend and she told me that she was a virtual assistant and she had worked in the hotel space as well and I just asked as many questions as I could she invited me to a couple of Facebook groups and I sat back and I watched for about six months and then decided to to jump in and I got my first client in 24 hours I juggled a 12-hour client for about a week and with my full-time job at the time, I was working in real estate as an EA to the director and I was jumping out of the office every five seconds, pretending to go to the bathroom, doing pitch calls here, there and everywhere and it just hit me and I was just like, what if I had more time? What if I just quit and actually just went all in? And it was quite big for me. I'm a single mum to a three-and-a-half-year-old. I actually had her on my own, so it was always just up to me to provide for the two of us. I'd only just moved into a house that we bought. So I had a mortgage, didn't have anyone to fall back on. So it was a really big risk to go all in, but I kept on having all these phone calls. So I was just like, there's actually all this work out there. I'm just going to do it. So I quit my job within a week of having that client. And then literally within three weeks, I was booked out. I had 40 hours of VA clientele and fast forward three years later, we are still booked out every single day, actually overbooked. We have a team of virtual assistants around the country. So six months into the business, I decided to grow to a team and grow the business even further. Because I've come from hotels and events, we started getting contacted to go on site for events and run events and even plan events. So we have an event manager in every city in the country to go on site. And then I really discovered that there's actually something in this. There's something in this to support women, to support anyone to be able to live a bit more of a flexible life and really be able to work, provide an income for your family and actually be present for your family. And then that's when I made that pivot and that switch 
not completely, but very much over into the coaching space so I can bring everything that I've learned. My virtually assisted business, which, you know, I still oversee today and allow other people the opportunities to move into this online space and to actually make a career out of it if they want to, or just provide some side hustle income for the family as well. So now I actually get to make a really big impact and help others do the same. That's excellent. And that's a really great story. I know that most of us had our lives thrown into chaos because of all of the COVID stuff. And some people had a really hard time but it sounded like you just fell into what you were supposed to be doing. And it's amazing that you went from one client to booked out so quickly. So can you tell our audience about how you grew so fast? It's actually really simple. I just told everyone I had lots of conversations. Sales is a numbers game and it's about finding the people that you want to work with. So I really found out where all the leads were happening. And it's different for every country. However, I found Everyone was looking in Facebook groups on Facebook. Everyone's looking for recommendations. They're wanting to know who's who in the industry. It's sometimes a big leap for a business owner or an entrepreneur to actually hire a virtual assistant. So they go to these groups to chat to other entrepreneurs to say, who have you had before? Who have you worked with before? Because it's quite a big leap for them to go from a solopreneur into having some support. And I soon worked out that there are ways to converse on those Facebook groups. There's ways to stand out amongst all of the other people responding to those leads and out of it still happens now sometimes there's 40 comments and we'll still get a pitch call out of that and in order to get sustainable clients one you need to be having a lot of conversations so that there was that and then it was about sustaining the clients as well so it's that customer service piece and coming from a hotel background it's very much ingrained in me to have that customer service but it was also making that shift over from being an employee to actually now being a service provider and actually setting the client up for success so Customer retention was huge for us. And some of the clients have been with us from the very beginning. So it's really about what processes and what backend systems do we have to set those clients up for success. So it's really that ecosystem of trying to bring in a whole lot of clients, but then also maintaining them as well that worked really well in our favor. Gotcha. Now for people who are looking to stand out in either in Facebook groups or wherever it is that they get in front of prospective clients, what have you done that you find is different from most people? It's just actually about being different and making it easy for people to contact you. So what I see all the time is people are just like, they write, I'm interested. That actually doesn't serve anyone because if somebody's looking to recruit you as a virtual assistant, you've not given them any information for them to actually call you. So you really need to break down those barriers and make it super easy. One, I tailor the approach. So one, I've actually read what they're looking for. I actually take it as an advertising opportunity to showcase the skills that we have and put a very clear call to action and make it really easy for them to either book a call or reach a website. And the other thing that I soon found out, and it still happens quite a lot now, is a lot of entrepreneurs go to those Facebook groups. They don't want to do a post because they don't want to be inundated by the people sending them DMs, commenting the notifications. So they actually go to other posts and they scroll through the comments and then they find the ones that stand out and we get pitch calls all the time from people that have not even posted that have gone through those. So it's really about having a tailored approach and an authentic approach as well. Don't DM someone if they don't ask for a DM. You're just going to go into the spam. So it's about showing up with authenticity as well as just showing up and being different, making your comment look different. And also it's a free advertising opportunity to actually advertise what you're offering so people know who you are and how they can go in contact with you. And it just shows time and time again, that's actually 
what makes a really big difference to getting the people in the leads. Once we get the pitch calls, to me, that's the easy part. Whereas it's actually getting people on the phone that, that can be seen as the hard part. Yeah, absolutely. And now, like you mentioned, hiring a VA can be a really big step for a lot of entrepreneurs, especially if they're used to being solopreneurs and doing it all themselves. Can you touch upon how crucial bringing somebody else into your business is for growth and also what might help an entrepreneur find it easier to hire a VA if they're on the fence about it? Yeah, absolutely. So in, a, in order to answer your first question, so the only way that you can grow is to bring in team. It is proven time and time again. And I hit that wall. I hit that wall where I was booked out. I was just like, how do I grow? The only way for me to grow was to get a team in and to have them service clients. So if you're a solopreneur and you want to grow, the only answer to grow is team, for one. And then two, it's about what is actually your time worth and what is the money-making activities? Because if you're a business owner, if you look at what you do for the entire week, not everything that you do makes money in the business. Doing your bookkeeping, doing your admin, putting diary, diary notes in, putting sending emails, all of that doesn't make you money. So when I talk to solopreneurs that are looking to bring somebody on, they generally also don't know what they want either. They just know that they need help. So I like to guide them through that process of actually hiring a virtual assistant and actually finding out what they need. Because sometimes they think that they just need this, but actually there's so much more that a virtual assistant can offer them. So it's actually about breaking that down and actually getting them to monetize what their time is worth when they're talking about money making. So if they're going out there and making $1,000 deals, how many more $1,000 deals can they do by paying somebody to look after the back end? And then actually makes the shift around to be like, actually, I can afford to put somebody else on because it's a chicken and egg thing. If they free it more time, they can get more sales. Whereas they're like, I can't afford to pay you because I'm not getting enough sales. So it's really encouraging them to take that leap and knowing how good they are at what they do and the money that they make. So then they can put someone on to support the back end so they can go and make more money. Yeah, it's amazing to me how many entrepreneurs don't really understand that aspect of business and how to properly delegate and what to delegate because you'll talk to some entrepreneurs and they'll say, oh, I don't really make any money this month. And then you ask them, what are they doing with their time? And you find out that 95% of the stuff that they do doesn't drive sales in any way. Yeah, for a solopreneur, the only way to make money is to actually do the money-making activities. So at least, especially if you're running the business on your own, at least 80% of your time should be on money-making activities. Yeah, it's funny. I'll get people to do a time study because they think they're doing the things that make money in their business. And then you look at it and they're on social media, but they're not actually on social media promoting. They end up scrolling and seeing what's going on. And they're writing all kinds of emails or they're doing all kinds of stuff on the back end. And then you say, what did you do to get in front of people and to make sales? And they're like, oh, I spent half an hour this week doing that. Yeah, that's the thing. You've actually got to show up and be present within your business because people buy you. Let's be honest. They buy you. They want to work with you. You need to be out there building that like no one trusts with your audience. And the other thing is a lot of entrepreneurs forget that they need to actually pay themselves. So they might be doing all this work and not making money and they're like, oh, it's fine. I'm not paying anyone. But actually you need to be paying yourself for the time that you're doing it. So yes, you have to be doing the money-making activities to get a return on investment for all the time that you're putting into the business as well. Paying yourself first is absolutely crucial because if you're not, what are you in business for? You don't really have a business, you have a hobby. And if you're not making money, you have a hobby that costs you a lot of money. That's exactly the right word. It is a hobby until you start paying yourself. Yeah. All right. Now from the hotel business to landing your first VA job to getting into coaching, that's quite a pivot. Can you talk about that for us? Yeah. So I found the transition into being a VA quite easy. Essentially at the beginning, I just 
have to use the skills that I already had. So I started off on the basics and that's what I coach as well. I started off knowing that I could be an, an executive assistant to a director. So I said, I can do email management. I can do diary management. I can do some documents. And then what I realized after I had that first client that I actually had all of these underlying skills I wasn't utilizing. So I've always been tech savvy. I've been using a computer since I was four. When I was in high school, I was designing menus for a restaurant in Sydney. And all of these things that I did as I grew up, my dad was a software consultant. So we were always exposed to computers. I'd actually forgotten that I already had those skills. So the other skills that I slowly realized that I had was tech builds and website designs and landing pages and funnels and email marketing. And it just grew over time. And it's added so much value into the services that we can offer. One, the clients that we can serve because it's now serving the clients that we already had where we started off with the basics and then it's bringing new clients into our fold as well. Not everyone needs to have all those skills to start with. I was just really lucky that I'd already had those skills that I just wasn't using in my hotel work. So you, you don't need a whole lot to get started. So I do say to people, like, if you've got some sort of skills, just get out there and actually just get started because that's the hard part is actually just getting started because a lot of people sit there in procrastination overwhelm and, and don't get started. Then a lot of people actually started asking me about what I was doing and how I did it. And I was just like, how could I actually support a whole lot more people to actually do this and make this ripple effect and allow them to be able to pick their kids up early from daycare or from school or any number of those things. And because people were asking me, I was just like, what if I actually just taught people how to do it? And, you know, I researched it, researched exactly what a coach did. And I was just like, that's actually what I could do. And over time, I've invested money in being coached as well. I became an NLP practitioner in July and a master practitioner in November. So really solidifying those coaching skills so that I can serve my clients just that little bit more elevated type of experience. And of course, coaches being coaches as well. You know, I've been working with a business coach and really trying to elevate what I can bring to the table and what I can serve people to really enhance that and to make sure that I'm just as experienced as any other coach in the industry as well. All right. And now tell me, what's your biggest financial challenge in your business right now? The biggest financial challenge is probably, there's probably two things. Team is one thing, is getting the right team, because that's probably the biggest cost of the business at the moment. Actually just getting the right team and investing in the right team, which we I believe now we've got it right. And we've been through a roller coaster of people coming in and out of business and Virtual assistant business can be quite fluid with contractors coming in and out. So we've decided to put some more permanent team on to actually have them grow and learn with the business and actually support the end vision. And then it's about where do we actually need to spend money within the business to grow? And what are the growth pieces within the business? Do we need new branding or do we need ornaments or do we need marketing support? And we, whilst we do a lot in-house, sometimes the team are focused on client work and I'm focused on team. So when it comes to doing a lot of growth work in the business, sometimes we do need to outsource and we do need to collaborate with other businesses to come in. The challenge at the moment is just working out what that is and what's important and prioritizing. All right. Now, my belief is that a business's main goal, besides obviously providing a product or service and making money for the entrepreneur actually, is to be able to take that money so that they can create for themselves the life that they want, right? That's why most people go into business anyway, because they don't want a boss, they want to be able to work on their own time and do what they enjoy. So what does financial freedom look like to you? If you were totally financially free, what would that look like? And where are you on your journey to financial freedom right now? 
what it would look like would be that the business would run itself and I could just jump on a plane tomorrow and go wherever I want. To me, that's financial freedom. We've been really lucky so far. We spent all of August in Bali and worked from there. However, I'd love to just be able to do that a lot more. That's what it would look like. Where are we at? We're not at the beginning and we're not at the end. I'd say that we're at the middle and we're about to go through a massive growth phase with getting in some really solid team to really support that growth. And then the coaching business is also really at that growth phase. We've just introduced a VA certification to allow people to actually get a certificate at the end of their coaching to then just push themselves forward even more. So that's really starting to pick up traction. We're really starting to have some amazing people come through those group containers. The next year is going to be huge for the business and definitely on that well, that way to financial freedom. So I'd say definitely give us a couple of years and we potentially could be at that financial freedom. But right now we're in the hustle phase. Gotcha. Very cool. Now, do you have a written financial plan? Personally, I've talked to a lot of entrepreneurs who keep track of the numbers in their business, but they don't keep track of their own numbers personal. That's where I'm at as well. I very much have it in my head and know what I need, but every sort of financial pieces with the business and the accountant does all the reports. Gotcha. And then as far as all of this money that you're going to have coming in over the next few years, what are your plans for it? Travel. Number one, I love to travel, love experiences, love to provide my daughter with as many experiences as possible. Investing back into the business is really important for me. So investing in coaching for me, coaching for the team, system, and even just better ways to support the students that come through, the clients that we come through. So very much that's where we see a lot of the expenditure per se would go into that. And I would say five, 10 years, potentially paying off the mortgage to my house as well. That would be a, an amazing Achieve. Excellent. What are your big plans for 2023 inside of your business? What's your biggest initiative this year? Or what's the one thing you'd really like to have happen by the end of the year? I guess just the impact, just more of an impact, more people through the program, more people getting certified, more people starting their own business and actually seeing people starting to live their life of freedom. Then we are coming up with a podcast this year as well, which is super exciting. And we are also going to come out with a next level type of coaching. So for everyone that goes through the certification, we find that a lot of them are very similar to me. They get booked out really quickly and then they're like, what do I do next? I really need to grow. I need to scale. I need to get a team. So creating beautiful spur for those people to take their business to the next level. So that'll be the next level group coaching container. All right. Now, if I handed you $100,000 free money and you could do whatever you wanted to with it in your business or your personal life, what would you do with it? Oh, that's endless. I would outsource a lot more. Everything that I'm looking at at the moment, podcasts would get off the ground. I'd get more team. I'd book a holiday straight up. That's straight where we'd go. Yeah. A lot of the things that I'm looking at investing at the moment, I would just do them. No questions asked. Automations. I'm building a new website. Yeah. I definitely outsource a lot of things that we're doing internally. So then we can focus on getting more clients. Yeah. All right. And then I know that a lot of entrepreneurs, especially newer ones, sometimes go through this phase where, and I know because I did this myself with my first business, all of the money I made, I just pumped right back into the business because I thought I'm just going to keep this thing growing. And then when I start making a ton of money, then I'll worry about what I'm going to do for myself and putting money away. And that plan only works if you never have any problems in the business, you have enough cash flow, you don't run into any hiccups. And in my case, because the business I was running was so capital intense, 
I ran into one of those hiccups and I went from providing myself with a living to now having absolutely no source of income and didn't save any money. And I went back to being broken unemployed, which was the one thing I didn't want to be in why I had started the mm-hmm. business in the first mm-hmm. place. Can you touch upon finding that balance in between taking the money you make and putting some of it back into the business, but also planning for your future? Yeah, for sure. I think that's a big one. It was just me. So I didn't have a whole lot of expenses other than the tech. The tech is probably actually one of the biggest expenses of the business. Everything just went back to me. But that was first time entrepreneur, didn't really know. And then really learned about the value of putting back into the business and whatnot. And then most recently we've changed entities. So until December, we were running as a sole trader because it was just me with a couple of contractors, but now we are a PTY limited company. So now I actually take a wage from the business. So I take a wage, taxes paid out of that. I also get superannuation out of that as well. And then anything that's left over from my normal weekly, that goes away into a savings. So then, yes, I do have the opportunity to put away for the savings and then the rest of the money stays within the business. So then if we do need to reinvest in business or courses or tech or team, then the money set aside for that already. So it's probably only in the last couple of months that we're really being able to set up myself and the business up for financial success. And now I just want to make sure I'm clear and for people who aren't in Australia are clear as well. I believe you said a PTY limited company. Is that right? That's correct. I think it's similar to your SEs. That's what I figured. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted some clarification. Is there anything else that you would like to share with the audience? I think we've just about covered it all. Okay, very cool. Sasha, it's been a really amazing interview. It's been great having you on and you've shared a lot of value with my audience. So I've been really happy that you could take this time out of your day and jump on a call with me. And it's been such a pleasure to have you here. Thanks so much. It was lovely chatting with you. Yeah, absolutely. Now, if people want to get in contact with you and learn more about what you do, where's the best place for them to do that at? Yeah, definitely jump over to Instagram. We've got Virtually Assisted AU is our handle for Virtually Assisted Business. And then for the VOA, I'm now branding as myself. So it's just Sasha Eburn underscore underscore. Excellent. All righty, guys. If you're listening out there and you enjoyed this episode, please go ahead and subscribe and leave a five-star review and do all those great things. And if you are a six-figure online entrepreneur as well, and you'd be interested in being a guest on the show, we would love to have you on as well. All right. Thanks so much, Sasha. Thank you. If you've listened this far, chances are you're an entrepreneur looking to become more financially literate and create financial freedom for yourself from your business. The Pay Yourself First podcast is definitely here to help with that. My goal is to continue to share what I've learned about using your business as the tool to create financial freedom. But let's face it, it would take me years to share with you everything you need to know via these episodes. Creating financial freedom is something that most people never even consider, let alone make a plan for or take action towards. It's something almost no one was taught anything about. Doing it as an entrepreneur is even more challenging, especially without support. So if you're ready to get clear on what financial freedom looks like for you, come up with an action plan and get the support systems and accountability you need, I invite you to consider the Abundantly Infinite Entrepreneur. I created the program to help entrepreneurs just like you get a handle on their personal and business finances and start building confidently towards financial freedom. And it's how you can discover ways to take 10 years off your retirement, add an extra five or six figures to your portfolio, and finally get clear on what numbers you should be tracking in your business and why. Together, we'll gain clarity around your financial goals and what being financially free would actually look like for you. Then we'll put together a customized game plan to get you there and the accountability to see you through. And by the way, 
You're also going to get all the spreadsheets you need to run your numbers, lifetime access to the materials, including any updates, and entry into our members-only community. In addition to all the knowledge, coaching, community, and systems that you need to create financial freedom from your business, you'll also receive a free financial assessment, a retirement planning session, and guided meditation aimed at helping you embody the feeling of true financial freedom. So yeah, you can just listen to the free content on these podcasts to help you move towards becoming a financially free entrepreneur. And sure, you'll likely see some results, or you can make the decision to commit to learning, implementing, and embodying what you need to know to create the financially free life you dreamed of when you started your business journey. Click the link in the show notes to answer a quick questionnaire, and you'll be on your way to joining the Abundantly Infinite Entrepreneur.